What's up, YouTube nights? Welcome to Lords of the Long Box and our weekly cover price top 10 list. We answer the age-old question, how many lords does it take to count to 10? And today, it takes five of us. So uh, I want to welcome my fellow cohorts onto the show. First, I got my man, Manimal. Say what's up, Zach. What's going on, everybody? Also, I got my man, Nemesis Prime. Say what's up to the people, Justin. What's going on, everybody? Sporting Kiki Swag Shop right here with my shirt. There you go. Also, Otto from the Grotto. Say what's up, Otto. What's up, everybody? I'm glad to be here on Tuesday night. We got some good stuff to talk about. Otto, the clean shaven. That's right. Also, got my man, Dark Side Jedi. Say what's up, Ryan. Yo, what's up, Ryan? How you doing, everybody? <laughs> We're here. We're here. <laughs> that is so weird. There was 12 people waiting for the show to start, and now uh, it's only 10 people watching. Oh, not 12. I don't know, man. YouTube funk. If, <laughs> in the live chat, tell me if you guys got the note. Tell me if you guys got the notification if we if I went live, uh, because you know last couple of weeks people aren't having. I have it. Notification. I okay, got it. You got it. All right. Yep. Yeah, because I think if you're not getting the notifications, unsub and resub or unnotify and renotify, even yeah. if that's a thing. Uh, first, of all, I want to shout out to everybody in the live chat because we rarely get a chance to do that uh, because most of the time there's a gang you fools in here, but you know what? There's not. So guess what? I get to say hello to all you guys. So. What's up to Alex Tapia, Pop Culture Minefield. What's up, Pop Culture Minefield? Make sure you guys check out their YouTube channel. Captain Crunch, Chad Crow in the house, Thunderhouse Designs. Uh, who's that? Man Cave Chronicles, our man Sith Lordly holding it down with the wrench. And Lon Espinosa, very Gary Comics, killing it with all his comic book buys. I'm wondering if it's going to be affected. Dr. Strange Love, Victoria Pagic. I said it right this time. The Irish Snake Man. Hmm. I don't want to <laughs> get there. Uh, speaking of snake, man, we got the tiger McNulty perfect name for a person right now, dude. Anything uh, that has the tiger word tiger. tiger in it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, so in case you don't know, this is our weekly show where we go over the uh, top 10 list of hottest back issues sold for the week ending March 30. Actually, no, March 29th. I have it wrong in the graphic. But anyway, it's uh, from last week going to Sunday. And this is based off of real sales data that coverprice.com has compiled through their website using eBay uh, auctions, comic link, comic heritage, comic collect, all those good things. They actually mine data. This isn't just we're picking random books out. We are giving you a top 10 based on the sales of the week. And these are all back issue sales. So there's some that are relatively new to the back issue market and some that are pretty old to the back issue market. And contrary to what we think is on there, and you'll see, we just go, we're just giving you the numbers. So, you know, we, we try not to, uh, you can't be too emotional about numbers. So if there's one on here that I don't like, I will tell you about it. And I'm pretty sure you guys know what that is because it was on here last week. But is it on this week? I don't know. Hmm. Um, Ryan, it's an there? interesting week also because this will be the first week without new comic sales. Is this? Well, next week, book. actually. Well, next week will be because remember, it goes off the sales. As starting today, there was no new comic books, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. So, but no one, yeah. Can you next get them on, we'll, you get them on week, uh, yeah. comicsology and stuff still digitally? No, they're not going to do it not digitally. Because okay. if you watch my uh, live show yesterday, Ryan, I talked about it, but you don't care. Sorry, you I was don't napping. The Lords. <laughs> I was off yesterday, napping. It was a so good it's, a, it's a double edged sword <laughs> if they release comics digitally because that'll kill comic book stores. Right. And the only way I thought about it is if they bought, if you were a customer and you bought something digitally from DC or Marvel, 
DC should split the profits and go, you should go to the LCS that you select or something like, you know what I mean? But either way, they decided not to. They're going to wait it out a little bit. So DC was released just some stuff that was already going to be on digital. And Marvel said we're not shipping any print or digital for a while uh, until they can figure all this out. Based, and Diamond is is really hurt right now. But we'll talk about that for another time. Time to catch up with all those back issues we've been That's the good thing years. about this list is it'll <laughs> probably go on for a while because this is just comic sales. So, it, you know, it's going to be based off of it can be based off of just new stuff as we've seen with uh punchline it can be stuff based off movie stuff and tv stuff which is our domain and sometimes it spills out to the stuff that we talk about it's actually on the list and right. you know what i think you may see that today but if you haven't go check out our friends at coverprice.com uh sign up for a two free uh two week free membership and go check it out they got tons of great great sales data and analysis and we're going to do a, give our analysis of the top 10 list starting right now with number 10 what have we got for number 10 guys well, number 10 is a book that has been on the spec. Well, actually, I didn't say that. How many weeks now? We're on this four weeks with this? You're the yeah, villain number three, three variant. Yeah. yeah. So uh, this variant is definitely the second choice compared to the first uh, print, which has Joker on the cover. It does trail in the volume, and it does still hold some market value. This week, there was about 19 sales. Has does have a seven-day trend of 95% up for a high-sale raw, raw book for $40. And we all know first full appearance of Punchline. And if you watch the DC long-term spec list that we had last week, Punchline is going to be is being developed by DC. They want to put her, they preserve the character, and they want to put her on the big screen. So that's a very smart move on DC finally to take advantage of a hot character in the comics and put him mm -hmm. onto the big screen. Uh, and uh, next tomorrow, make sure you tune in. We actually have part two of that DCEU long-term spec list. So if you haven't checked out last week, just go check out the show we did last Wednesday. And then tomorrow... Stay tuned, boys and girls. All right, next up on the list, what do we got for number nine, y'all? We got Nightwing number 70. So this was on last week's list as well. And this issue is kind of an interesting one because it really popped based on an error on uh, Diamond Solicitation. So Diamond Solicitation came out and said that punchline, they used the word punchline in it, and everyone was on that punchline hype and believed that this was going to be another one of, which at this point might have been, what, the third appearance of Punchline? Uh -huh. So everyone picked this book up thinking that she was going to be in that book, but she wasn't. But as the data says, it takes a little bit for that train to slow down and recorrect re -correct the, uh, the destination there. So the book still is kind of hot. Um, we're at number nine, though. I think it was a little higher earlier last week, but uh, it sold 39 copies, had a seven-day trend of 76%, and had a high sale of $15 for a raw copy. Very interesting. It'll, it'll be curious to see, like, next week what falls off. And, you know, like you said, this was a error in solicitation, but people are still buying it. So maybe now right. they're not realizing it, or maybe a lot of people don't pay attention. They're still buying into it. So... And like we, we said, it's, it's still an awesome cover. <laughs> Great. Oh, cover. yeah. And it, and it has something to do with the, um, the, the Joker War and the Three yeah. Jokers and all that stuff. So we shall see. Next up is a book that's been on this list for a while. And this is something that we've actually spec on the Lords of the Long Box. What is it? Number, uh, number eight. What do we got, Otto? Coming in at number eight, we have X-Men number four, you guys. Now, we know we love Omega Red. As a fan of the uh, X-Men animated series, he's a fun villain to watch. It's a great book. It's a classic book. You could have found this book in a 25-cent bin a few, for a while. Uh, but then a little bit of the hint of him showing up, maybe in Falcon and Winter Soldiers. Now, they really started pushing up that book. It seems odd that they would make Omega Red the first mutant to appear, 
but it makes perfect sense in my opinion. Um, but you got to figure it out. It sold 30 copies. It had a seven day trend of hundred percent and a high sale of 200 for a nine, eight. Now from my own personal experience, I think I paid, um, almost a little bit under a year ago when we talked about nine eights for under a hundred dollars is when I picked mine up and now it's up to a nine, eight. So if winter soldier does go the way it should, you could, I could easily see this book hitting $300, uh, in a nine, eight within the next year to 15 months. So, you know, you got to jump on this book. Now you guys know where it's at. I mean, this should be a yeah. staple in everybody. We never, story. we never said it was going to be on winter soldiers. So we shall see. Yeah, I like, it was on a long-term spec list and other people have been uh, reporting that it's going to be there. So just yeah. so anybody gets further away, we never said it was going to be a Falcon winter no. soldier. It is coming. I mean, it's been in the long-term plans, but it, it's Falcon winter soldier. Um, it doesn't, I don't, I don't know. Whatever. I mean, it makes more sense to be in Black Widow, to be honest with you, since it's a uh, Black Widow yeah, has a heavy Russian and stuff like Russian, that. Heavy Russian contingent. So yeah. um, it should be interesting. All right. At number seven, what do we got, Zach? Number seven, we have another book we've seen a couple of times on this list. We've got Batman number 89. So this is going to be the first printing of the book. Um, this is once again a punchline book, the first appearance, first cameo appearance of punchline here. So everyone knows what this book is. I mean, we all know why it's here, why it's staying. And like Tim said earlier, it'll be interesting to see in these upcoming weeks whether this book stays or any of these punchline books will stay on the list. Anyway, it sold 25 copies, had a seven-day trend of 123% and had a high sale of $130 for a CGC 9.8. Didn't you just get one, Ryan, on CGC? What'd you get yours for? I got a... Uh, uh, you got one of each, didn't you? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So what's interesting is it's the, uh, as we always said on our channel, on our show and uh, other places, the market is starting to dictate what's the actual uh, collector's choice, so to say, uh, pun intended. So people are starting to move away from this one and they're starting to go to the other one as a true first appearance, kind of like how the market decided what Hulk 180, what Hulk 181 is, regardless of what YouTubers say or what our uh, comic book artists say, or even what Jonathan Hickman says. Nobody <laughs> cares what you say in the back of your crazy ass comic. It's what the collectors decide. You know, they want the one. 81 over the 180 and where is that 180 now right i meant where is all the stuff over that i'm kind of right. curious on where that is right all right so next up on the list is number six what do we got for number six Otto? we have batman damn now this is the jim lee variant this book we we can never get rid of i mean it took a slow week and then it left back into the top 10 it's specifically due to a bunch of copies selling on my comic shop for 70 dollars each it sold 27 copies. It had a seven-day trend of 114% and had a high sale of $70 for raw, right? Damn. But then it breaks so many rules because it sold for 80 as a 9.8, and then a 10.0 is somewhere around 300. And there are a lot of, not a lot of, but there are your 10.0s of this book. <laughs> there, was a, there was a time where I was seeing more 9.9s and 10s than I saw a 9.8. Right. Yes, absolutely. Sure. And if you got the 9.8, what did you do? You're like, oh, screw it. It's, <laughs> right. over, it's an you easy 9.8, though. And there's certain comics, like Lock and Key Number 1 is like that hard uh, yep. card stock. There's certain books that are almost easy to get 9.8. When you, uh, like uh, The Killing Joke. If that comes yes. back in nine six, you're a bit disappointed because you're like, Correct. look, man, I yeah. didn't even open this book or right. anything. How does <laughs> it come back as a nine six, man? Because when you open that book and read it, you've already damaged it. Right. Well, I mean, on our last flesh. auction, I sold a <clears throat> Batman Damn this exact book for a nine eight, which I had never opened. Got it from the shop. Had two. I got the original cover A, cover B, and only opened the cover A. Never opened this book. 
came back a nine eight, and I was definitely disappointed. I was like, "Damn, for sure this book's going to be a ten or a nine nine. Right? Yeah, how cool. often are you disappointed with a nine eight? But you, right. know, you, you saw so many nine nine. That hard magazine cover, yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. square bound, it's perfect. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's just one of those things. One day we'll talk about, and we've talked about this ad nauseum for years now. The difference on a nine eight and a nine six can literally be if the grader got a blowjob, had a nice <laughs> lunch, or if he's right. having a bad day. You know what I mean? He's like, man. Fuck this dude, Roger Lebeck. I'm gonna give him a nine point two on this <laughs> poor guy. You know I mean? like, I'm gonna you know, give his, I'm gonna give the black page book off white pages. You know? Yeah. All yeah. right. Uh, so next up is uh, a nice trend that we're seeing that we're kind of moving toward. And uh, Justin, what do we got for number five? Star Wars, Kanan, the last Padawan, number one. So we all know oh, that Ahsoka you know Tano. Go ahead. I have that. I just realized I have that. Oh, good. So <laughs> yeah, we all know that cool. Tano recently got cast for Mandalorian, but this book has quite a bit of first appearances, but one in particular is first appearance of Sabine Wren. It also has the first appearance oh, of Kanan. Long-term speckless. Long-term speckless. Kanan Jarrus, Ezra Bridger, Chopper, Hera, and Zeb, if you guys have ever watched Star Wars Rebels. I didn't realize Now, with all the Star Wars heat, this first appearance is loaded with so many people. But of course, like I said, Sabine is the one that is the most important. This is still not a bad investment. It has sold about 14 copies with a seven-day trend of 227% and a high sale of $15 for a raw copy. There is a few variants. The most prominent one is the 1 in 25 variant done by Killen Puckett. Uh, That one is trending around $40 to $50. uh, And Killian Plunkett. Plunkett. And now, Tim, if you want to show... No, no screen, and put me on the big screen, and I will show you why. Oh, here we go. The whole here we go. Oh, <laughs> want to show off now. Show oh, off. Man. All right. Oh, wait. Oh, okay. So, so I'm starting bid at one dollar. Uh, but I have been speaking oh, on God. this book. Oh, wait. I'm still going, guys. No, I'm dead serious. See? Uh, I like for Mark quite Brooks a while. My favorite uh, cover artist, too. I love Mark Brooks' art style. So, uh, I'm in the money. Lords of Logbox auction right now for. <laughs> 16 copies. Uh, hey, Justin. Yeah. You have 16. There's four other of us. So just send us each one copy. God damn. Justin, is that not Kanan's first appearance also? Or is his first appearance something else? No, it is Kanan. Um, I do have some blanks. Okay. And I also do have the one in 25 variant somewhere. So, of course. So, as, as usual, as we always talk about on modern books, uh, you know, when they get hot, there's the print runs uh, over the last, I don't know, four or five years at least. Is very high. Even if you think Kanan is not that big of a character, it's it's the print runs on it are pretty high, especially for Marvel. Yeah. So we always tell you go and find those one in twenty fives and one in fifties if you can. If there's a one in one hundred, go get that. I mean, just like the first appearance of Miles Morales, the Dejervic uh, variant. Yeah, that is a super high seizure. I was kind of say his name, man. Is Dejervic <laughs> or something? You know what I'm talking about, right? The, uh, yeah, the we all first know. appearance of Miles Morales. That variant is uber expensive, but. The first appearance of Miles Morales, Ultimate Comics number four. Dude, that thing was a pretty high print run. I mean, oh, yeah. people have mm-hmm. tons of copies. I have four copies and I bought them by accident. I don't even remember. Shit, I, but they have them. Uh, so just, you know, just a little thing for a collector series thing I would like to talk about is uh, on modern spec, always get the variants because, you know, anybody can get those. If you look even at Hell Arisen, the people are starting to get the variants. But that one, I think, is relatively low print. When I say relative, that means relative to, you know, you know, everything is a high print run nowadays. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, that was number five. Yes, it was. 
And I think we're on number four, and that's, that's going right. to be Otto and his that's beautiful right. bald head. That's right. So we're going to go into Spider-Man 2099, number one. Now, let's face it. You're not going to go into retirement. This isn't an AF-15. This isn't an Amazing Spider-Man, number one. However, it's got a lot going for it. It's reasonably priced, uh, arguably has one of the best Spider-Man costumes ever created, classic nostalgic cover. It's shiny, and it's Spider Spidey 2099, which is going to be heavily featured into Spider-Verse 2 is what the rumors are. All right, so collectors are picking up on this and giving it little bumps here and there. Um, it sold 20 copies and had a, a seven-day trend of 165% and had a high sale of $61 for a CGC 9.8. Go after that, right? Don't forget to pay attention to the white second print. Now, whites are, Tim will always talk about white covers. They're hard to get in 9.8s, all right? So just a cool, cool Spider-Man book, especially if you're into the Spider-Verse. So trying to remember... We actually had this on a long-term spec list that they were going to happen. This is even uh, before uh, people were talking about it in the first Edge of Spider-Verse movie because he was teased at the very end, I believe, yep. uh, Spider-Man 2099. Now, there's another new current uh, hype with 2099. If you guys have been reading the new Marvel stuff, there's a new kind of thing where they're flash and it's heavily on Spider-Man 2099 and all the Spider-Mans. And all, I'm learning more about Spider-Man now than I ever did with that web spider web thing that connects everything and all the timelines kind of getting crazy. But we had this long-term spec list a while ago. And I want to think there is an error to this uh, Spider-Man 2099 where it's almost a black cover or I don't know if it's a black variant. I'm trying to think right now because I know there is a uh, another oh, one. Yeah, you're right. There's an error. There is an error to this. And I'm trying to think. I probably should go look on that. Tour. White. Uh, it's yeah. white instead of red. Yeah, it's one of the rare ones. So look out for that one, man. So that's cool to see this one on the list. All right. Next up, we have number three. Wow. Already? Pause real quick about a. You got a super chat there. Oh, all right. Let me uh, go in and see. All right. Chad Crow, thank you, Mary Dollars, for the $5 super chat. Keeping the lights on. That's right. Um, yeah, man. I was just going to think, man, my electricity bill, thank God this isn't summer and you're home all day long and have the AC running all day Jesus. long. Oh, my yeah. God. That would be brutal. Right now, though, all the internet, <laughs> taking off, just watching TV. <laughs> I try to shut, I watch, turn on the TV in the morning and watch the news, and then I kind of go off to my own thing. I'm working. I don't, I'm, that's why I'm reading more. Uh, now, but I'm running out of stuff to read if uh, new comics don't come out. So I'm pacing myself now for at least another month uh, of this. So, all right. Next up on the list is number three. What do we got, Zach? Number three. So once again, no surprise. We've talked about it there a million times since we started this. We I got like to it. say we gave this a bump because we actually had punchline on our long-term spec list. That's very true. Mm. So Hell Arisen number three. So this is the actual first full appearance of punchline. This is like Tim said earlier, you know, this, this is the issue that the market is kind of designating as the one to get. It's a lower print run than the other books. And it's the first time you actually see her whole face. I don't believe she speak, speaks any words in this one, but first full appearance. So Punchline's still sticking around. I mean, we're talking four weeks, five weeks since her first appearance, and she's at number three. Um, it's kind of like the Wizard uh, Top 10 cut comics. Of, remember that Wizard on the Wizard magazine? Yeah, for sure. That that was like guiding my whole collecting career, man. I would go yeah. to the, I'm going to bring up one more thing. You guys remember the Wizard Price Guide? <laughs> And yeah, they had yeah. color coded sections of it to tell you what was getting cold and what was getting hot. Remember mm -hmm. that, man? I think really. 
If I had the money, man, I would totally buy Bring Back Wizard. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and call it Lords of the Longbox. <laughs> there you go. Anyway, anything else on that, Justin? Yeah, Zach. Oh, uh, Zach sorry. <laughs> issue sold 51 sorry, copies, man. had a seven-day trend of 99%, and had a high sale of 140. But Ryan, what did you I – mean, I didn't hear what you said. You picked up both those issues, right? Nine eights? I did, yeah. Two nine eights, the B and A cover. Okay. Uh, and did you get it for Hell Arisen? Yeah. Yeah. That's the book you got? Mm -hmm. It was okay. under 300 bucks, right? It was uh, 275 for both of them. Oh, that's nice. good, man. There you go, man. You got yeah. your. Spend I still have money. three, I still have three copies of this, by the way. So, uh, you know, the last, remember the last auction we did? So I gave, mm -hmm. I sold this one and the Batman 89. And then I said, I, and then I said, I'm going to keep the other three uh, and see where it goes from there. Matter of fact, I'm still waiting on my. <laughs> I haven't because uh, I bought the Arjun ones too, but I guess we're not going to ever see those. I mean, yeah, the I only person who has it is Arjun. Uh, Arjun posted it actually on his Instagram. He got the comic, and I'm like, kind of, he's like rubbing it in to everybody that doesn't get theirs. Should we need to see that book till like October? Yeah. All right. So uh, next up on the list is number two. Number two on the list is. Yeah, so anybody bought that one is just going to be losing shit. All right, so on to number one on the list. And you know what? This deserves some music. And number one on the list was requested by Justin. And what could it be? Wow, it's not a Batman book. Star Wars <laughs> Kanan, uh, number, number six. So again, rumors allude to the character of Sabine Wren showing up alongside Ahsoka Tano and possibly Mandalorian season two. Sabine does have deep ties in with Ahsoka and also the Darksaber, which we did see at the end of season one. So now while this is still far off and not confirmed, with that being said, though, it is still mentioned that Sabine's first full appearance is not her first full appearance is in this issue. It's not. It's in issue one and which was already on this list. And I will tell you why, because CGC recognizes Kanan number one as the first full first appearance of all those characters. However, being that said, 15 copies have sold with a seven day trend of 614 percent. Damn, wow. Holy shit. much. Someone bought this for $25 and it's not an, a key issue. No, it does have a lower print run. Uh, they all, again, they're all on the cover because this is technically the second time that you do see the group because uh, I've read the story and also Manimal has read the story. Kanan is pretty much a prequel, they, it's a flashback, but it does not follow anything. The first issue, they all appear real quick on one of the pages, but then it okay. goes back to Order 66 and it's him surviving between order 66 up until when uh, uh issue six starts with all the rest of the rebels okay so this is definitely not the book to get but people want this book more because she's on the cover okay. and it really continues yeah. more first cover appearance so, yeah, and, uh, 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. if you watch our shows in the past, we there, we had a lot of uh, stuff that was specked about Star Wars. So Sabine Wynn, Thrawn. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Mara Jade. Uh, Mara Jade. That's the one that I'm waiting on because I got a bunch of Air of the Empire number ones because that's mm-hmm. actually the first appearance of Thrawn too, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yep. Yeah, but so it's a good moly, time. I mean, a hundred or six hundred and fourteen percent increase. In yeah, yeah, yeah. So that just means a two dollar book is now like a ten dollar book. Basically, right. I mean, be, I mean, you yeah, know, so. I, I feel it's just it has people are talking about it, which is yeah. good. I mean, it's Star Wars; it should be. This is a great story. Kanan was a great character. Oh, those well, twelve yeah. issues, man! It, it's an awesome read. Even if you can't get this book, you should try to pick up the trade or the hardcover. This Absolutely. was a, one of the best. Mar- I've read all the Marvel Star Wars stuff. And this is honestly one of the best ones. Is he really? blind yeah. in the comic too? No, yeah. it's it's his young years. It's when he's still a paddle. Oh, spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> if you watched Rebels, sorry. Oops. If you haven't watched it yet. If you haven't seen it, why haven't you seen Rebels yet? Oh it's my awesome. God. How can you be a fan of Lords of Lombox and not watch Star Wars? That's no. right. Uh, yeah. Uh, for those in the live chat, no, there was no technical difficulties. There was a reason why I didn't show you number two. Um, I'm going to leave it at that. That's right. And, uh, you know, any of the words, I mean, put it this way. If any YouTuber, blogger, website article has more than 30 seconds to say about that book, that it's not utterly useless on there, then they're just clickbait for content. Uh, the reason I say 30 seconds, because that's how long the Lord's theme song is. And that's why it was a perfect spot to put in there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was going to put, since it's April 1st, happy April Fool's Day. I was going to rickroll you. I didn't want to get the copyright ding because if you play Rick, if you play Rick Astley, they may just delete the chat. I don't know. Man. It would be- <laughs> Can you imagine you delete it again? No, my God. I'm very, very angry at the coronavirus for fucking up my goddamn April Fool's Day, man. I have not gotten Rick rolled all day long. Well, all day long. tomorrow. 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 Just wait. Oh, okay. That's why. <laughs> I'm tripping, dude. That's I need to get it's my third, It's still my March. third week working from home. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, shit. Tomorrow. Don't worry. That's yeah, why we so posted the whole day, bro. Me tomorrow, but I, yeah. I don't think right now is be uh, proper etiquette to joke about anything on April Fool's Day having to do with the COVID nineteen virus. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It's Agreed. just like, a, uh, and that's that. If you want to buy it, that's up to you. But we ain't gonna, we don't, we're not gonna talk about it. If it's on this week, we'll show it, and that's it. But we're not gonna delve into it anymore because I think it's ridiculous. Yeah. But you uh-huh. know, um, next tomorrow though, boys and girls, we got a DCEU long term spec list. You thought the other one was big. This is gonna complete it. It was actually so many that we broke it off into two parts. So tomorrow at six p.m., we're gonna do a DC extended uni- uh, cinematic universe. So it's nothing for CW. <laughs> Or for HBO Max, this is all characters reserved by DC for use on the big screen. So even oh, though so everybody's sheltering in place, people are still working, you know, from home. So Kevin Feige doesn't sleep. Greg Berlanti doesn't sleep. So they're still doing stuff. It's just harder to get. And next week, I got a Marvel long-term spec list for you. It's been it's been a minute since we've had anything Marvel, but uh, most of the Marvel, all the Marvel staff is working from home. So if they're trying to get stuff, but you know, it's it's a lot of the movie scoopers that work off Patreon are now turning off their Patreon uh, because they're saying they can't get movie scoops because of production. I like, you didn't get shit before. I don't know why you're offering discounts on Patreon now. I mean, she just shut that shit off a long time ago. One of them uh, that has talked bad about the Lord's YouTube channel got ripped a new one on your twitter today oh man he was he mcu comic or whatever that uh dude with the rattle t-shirt yo she got ripped a new one 
<laughs> it was hilarious. So I'm not like I, you know, I, I uh, enjoy uh, other people's downfall, but I kind of do. Yeah, but I kind of. There's a tannin. It was last week, Chad. Yeah, Chad Crow, another two dollars. Justice League Dark. But yeah, man, Zatanna was last week. She's yeah. So make sure you guys check out the DC uh, DC uh, long term spec list we did last week. So Punchline was on there. Zatanna was on there. And if you connect the dots, it definitely looks like uh, Justice League Dark is coming to the big screen. That's all I can say because this list was so this reserve was put on so far in advance. I'm just saying, basically saying, hey, reserve these characters. You want to use them in the films. So we didn't get any like. Uh, projects that are attached to it so there's some random ones like hawkman hawk girl you kind of figure out maybe a solo film maybe justice league or something like that but the the um supernatural characters that one's pretty easy that looks definitely like a justice league dark movie and maybe they follow the same way the comics are right now and get wonder woman to lead and the team because they still need a big name right to lead the team we have felix felix faust as a long-term spec list book uh, uh justice we, league number 10 yeah yeah i think we did I'm not going to tell you. Go look at the video from last Wednesday, damn it. Go click on it and give, give us some views. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what, though. It's tough to give you right now. That's a dark villain. You know what I mean? A supernatural yeah. villain. So, mm. so go check out the video from last Wednesday. You know what? I'm going to do you all a solid, man. You know what I do? I'm going to use the power of technology. I'm going to put it in the live chat. There you go. Me and Zach were actually talking about all the uh, Justice League dark characters this past week on uh, yeah. Three Men in the Basement. We did a live show, and we were saying how you know the one uh, one character I don't have is Detective Chimp, and you have that, right, Ryan? I do. Yeah, I got it like over the summer. I actually like that character. I'm because uh, I'm reading Justice League Dark right now. I think he's I think he's, he's awesome. awesome, and I was very happy to find that book. Ryan, did you get that for Detective Chimp, or did you yeah. already have it? No, I got it for Detective Chimp. Oh, nice. Hey, look at Brian with the big brains on Ryan. Oh, of course. I love DC Dark. That's my right. Dream. Yeah. What book That's was crazy it, book, it's, though, like It's uh, Rex the Wonder Dog number four. Yeah, the weird wild. Dog. Really? <laughs> wild. Don't hear that in everyday conversation. Hey, what you today, today, man? I wish I had it easy to pull out. I'd show it. No, don't pull it out. Okay. Oh, yeah, uh, out. Where's my, yeah. the, hold on. Let me find my I'm banner gonna, for that. Do I I'm going to cover price it real quick and see. Yeah. The, it's see a 5.0. A little, a little late before point. what Ryan said. There you go. <laughs> what issue, Ryan? It's Rex the Wonder Dog number, number four. four. Wow. Four? Okay, um, hold on. I have a 5.0. I'm just going to give a couple shout outs. We got Dave in the Cave, JLS Comics, Sith Lordly, Thunderhouse Design, wow. Johnny Boy. We got a lot of people hanging out with us tonight on a Tuesday. I'm glad you guys could take your time off to do this. So the highest graded copy is an, a 9L and sold for $1,130. Oh, shit. Is that a Silver Age book? Uh, I think it's 19, yeah, 1950. Yeah, 1952. Yeah. Damn. You said issue four, right? Battle uh -huh. of Suicide Force? Issue four, yeah. Yep, now okay. you know why Ryan is selling off all his comics, man. Hey, surprise, <laughs> surprise. If I were to ask you, what, what, what color do you think the cover is, Tim? Uh, yellow or golden. It's yellow or golden, yep. Yep. That's a uh, majority of the DC golden age books all have yellow covers. What, weird. You, you got a, what, a what grade Ryan? Five, five. It's raw, but it, it's about a five. Oh, I'd okay. say you should get that graded, man. Hold on a second. Let me go if I, see if I have it easy to get. There's yeah. no graded. That's it. Looks like there's only one sale on that book. Yeah. Nobody. Oh. ever. I never see that come up for auction or even detective chimp. We just stealing the show right here. Yeah. Also, uh, make sure you guys check out the video from Monday. I did. I kind of surprised everybody, but I wanted to highlight uh, local comic book shops in your area and how you could help during uh, the uh, kind of downfall of business right now. 
So go check out the video on Monday and leave a comment in that video. And then next time I go live, maybe during the week, I'll highlight your comic shop to see what they're doing. My shop, Comic Tunes and Toys in Tustin, is having a huge 30% off all back issue sale right now. Unfortunately, you can't go into store. But if you hit up the big to do on Instagram or Comics Tunes and Toys in Tustin on Facebook, message them, tell them what you're looking for. They probably have it. They have a huge selection of back issues. So it's a way of them giving, uh, keeping the, the lights on and paying the employees if you can. Uh, shout out to David Cave with a $5 super chat. The fourth member of the four men in the basement, by the way. <laughs> You guys don't give so, me, you guys give no respect to my <laughs> man Dave in the cave, man. You, you, why don't you guys just change the graphic? But if we like the three men, we'll keep it that way. Sometimes there's three. Come on, man. We got we got we got uh coasters now, we got shirts, we can't just change well, that. It. Was who told you to put the number? That's why I'm just I call it Lords of the Long Box. You guys are all interchangeable and replaceable, is what I'm saying. <laughs> so all right, Ryan, what do you got? Down. What do you want to you want to show us some or you no, just walk I, away I can't from? find it? I all right. Jesus, we're all waiting for him. He just go. Dad Crow just asked me if I got my Nova number one. Not yet. That's still coming. Like so is Christmas. Hopefully he'll get but. it after the movie comes out. Like he got black. Like he got black mask. Black mask. Exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm before, I'm, I don't even know how to say it. Forget it, man. Um. So yeah, I don't know. That's it. Okay, that was very uh, <laughs> uninformative, but. Yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah, if you've been living underneath the rock, so tomorrow is new comic book day and there's no new comics, no free comic book day. Uh, most shops in California are not allowed to sell at all. Um, you can't do curbside pickup anymore. So do whatever you can to support your local comic book shop. Uh, DC and Marvel are not shipping books tomorrow, either digitally or, uh, on print. So tomorrow starts the timer of no new comics and we shall see. Uh, and right now it's really, it's really up to diamond, to be honest with you. It's not up to Marvel or, or, Disney, or excuse me, Marvel or DC. Although DC is looking at uh, multiple, you know, I guess options for different distributors. And that yeah, would, I heard, that uh, would, I heard random house cause it's owned by AT&T and there's talks that DC a, might reach out to random house. That is a road they did not want to go down because that's what caused the downfall of comics in the 90s was having multiple distributors. It's just not a good look uh, because then, you know, you're basically going to have different shops not knowing. You're going to have different ways of getting it. It's just like, you know what? It, it To me, when Diamond took over and they strictly did, you know, we're just going to ship to comic book shops. You know what would have solved that if they still had newsstand copies? Yeah. Go to your 7-Elevens, you know, but, you know, that distribution model is, you know, antiquated i would imagine but how cool would that been where you know but obviously it's now comic shops came after the the, the popularity of comics right it, before you can only buy them on the newsstands there was no uh -huh. such thing as a comic book store right until you know i want to say the 70s is when comic shops probably first came out i would think yeah. before that everything was newsstand if uh, here's the best way to tell you, find out where the first direct edition covers were because if you think about it, you know, people talk about there's newsstand and direct edition. You can kind of do the math. If you're, probably, you can probably Google it, too. But be curious to see because, you know, you can say, oh, newsstand as opposed to direct stand. And then there's probably a time where the, all of a sudden, you know, like the, like it was only like five years ago when Saturday morning cartoons ended. Did you know that they were still showing Saturday morning cartoons? It was It was just like one or two. And then it totally stopped. And it's kind of like that with the newsstand copies where one day they just said, 7-Elevens aren't buying these anymore. So why are we sending them out? So save money so we don't have to send them out, books out to that. So it'd be interesting, man. So we'll talk about it a little bit tomorrow. We come on at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern for our DC long-term spec list. Until then, what do you got for Riato? Keep digging in them log boxes, y'all. All right. Any last words, guys? 
Not for me. Thanks again for Negative. showing up. Uh, if you're not getting our notifications, unsub and resub or re hit the notify. Yeah. Um, we only had 40 people on the live chat tonight. So I don't know if it's oh, a Tuesday. I don't yeah, know. I'm not sure what's going on. Views are Everyone's down at home. What the hell? Everybody should be watching. Well, I think everybody's watching the news or streaming yeah, stuff. Probably. You, know? you would yeah, think you're bored. You're watching, but you know, I've noticed there. like views are down for a little bit of everybody. But also, before we go away, uh, seven o'clock in thirty minutes, uh, seven o'clock Pacific. Head over to Damn My Warriors. They are having their uh, live auction Tuesday night live auction. So if you got nothing to do, money burning hole in your pocket, go check out the NY Warriors live auction that's going on in about. 30 minutes from now, they were going to move it to Fridays and then the, the coronavirus happened and they moved it back to Tuesdays. I don't understand that. Just, you know, I figure Friday would be a better day, but I think it's because none of them are working. It's definitely the <laughs> NY Warriors because anyway, New York is really screwed up right now. So, any last words, guys? Negative for me. All right. We will see you guys tomorrow at 6 p.m. Pacific for our DC long term spec list. Don't miss it. Till next time, boys and girls, keep digging in them long boxes. Peace, Peace. out. Bust it. Bust it. Bust it. Bust it. Bust it. Bust it. Shake and bake and pull it back. Oh my god.